Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Thursday. It's KHON to go. Aloha, everybody. Setting up to be yet another cloudy and rainy day today as we're continuing to track the cold front that's currently pushing through the eastern portion of the state right now, just focused over Maui County. But all of us are seeing the extra cloud cover and rainfall. Taking a look at our lives, Evercam, it's actually nice and dry, and we're seeing some sunshine peeking through the cloud cover. But keep those umbrellas on hand for today because rainfall amounts are expected to be ramping up as the day progresses, partly to mostly cloudy conditions, and that's all the way from Niihau to Hawaii. Hawaii Island. Now the clouds and enhanced showers that are associated with this frontal band definitely came through widespread yesterday and they're going to continue to move eastward into Hawaii Island later this morning. So you can expect showers heavy at times with a few thunderstorms possible along this front and we have been seeing some very heavy showers coming through and because of that Kauai County for portions of the island of Kauai just to the north eastern portion of the island over just pretty much just to the north of the island right uh, near the Hanalei River Bridge it's actually overflowing the Hanalei River so Kuhio Highway over there is closed because of that so in that vicinity is where that flash flood warnings posted behind the cold front nice cool northerly winds going to be taking over ah, there you go perfect conditions of what you can see over on Kauai but again flooding expected over there to continue within the next few hours with the rain gauges continuing and the river gauges continuing to show the elevated levels so definitely be careful out there and really all of the wet road conditions that you're seeing be careful as you're hitting the roads but especially true uh, for actually in the northeastern portion of the island of Kauai. Grab those umbrellas as you're heading out the door and also grab those sweaters because cool temperatures are going to be filling in with cold north northwesterly winds behind this front. We're looking at a state forecast high today of just 77 degrees so definitely going to be nice and low back to sunshine tomorrow and that will continue with us in through the weekend before another round of wet weather. All right, that's Look Your Weather, and I'll send it out to Surf News Network's Gary Cooley, who has all you need to know on the surf front. Morning, GQ. Hey, good morning, Kelly. Definitely winter. Bring your wetsuits, too. The North Shore is just a uh, storm surf. It's broken up five to eight feet. Advisories posted. Forget it. Makahas, three to five, a lot more manageable. Southern Shores, flat to a foot. Ankle snappers, hardly anything going on, but the water's smooth, at least, for now. Diamond Head even breaking on the inside reef. Hardly ever see it this small. Uh, Sandy Beach, two feet. Makapu'u, one to two, with a few pluses there. Small craft advisories, yep, and these cold conditions continuing through tomorrow. The next swell is on Saturday, about 10 feet, and a potential 15 warning level swell next Tuesday. The low tide's at 10, going high at 2, a minus .3 low tide at 7 tonight. And the invisible green flash, sunsetting at 624. Putting Democratic House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who led the impeachment charge against him. The president's popularity has reached an all-time high. The latest Gallup poll reveals his approval rating is at a personal best of 49%. In Japan, more people have been infected with the coronavirus on board a cruise ship. Those people have been taken off that ship, but more than 3,000 remain on board, including an Eva Beach couple. The Diamond Princess cruise ship remains docked at Yokohama Bay after initially discovering that 10 passengers were infected with the coronavirus, but that number has now doubled to 20. After being confined to their cabin for more than 24 hours, Eric and Debbie Pagan say they're doing well, but they wonder how others on the ship will do, knowing that they have to remain in quarantine for 13 more days. There's something people we see 
they have babies and children, you coop them up in a room and maybe it might have worked one day, but when you get in, as the days go by, people's uh, temperaments and uh, patience and whatever is going to probably start changing. Bagan says he's aware of two other couples from Hawaii on board, but has not heard from them since the quarantine began. Some have contacted KHON2, saying that the captain is giving very limited information on what will happen in the days ahead. But at least those who are running out of medicine will have their prescriptions refilled. At the heart of the coronavirus, China, which now says it will cut tariffs on $75 billion of U.S. imports, including soybeans, pork, and auto parts. The deal with Washington follows last month's Phase 1 agreement towards ending a long-running tariff war. Officials say the new tax rate will be cut from 10 to 5 percent starting next Friday. China is struggling as factories, restaurants, and shops have closed in an effort to contain the virus. And we will continue to follow the deadly coronavirus outbreak on air and online at KH12.com. Good news for Hawaii Island. Governor Ige has released $8 million in capital improvement funds for the Ellison Onizuka Kona International Airport. The money will be used for a new U.S. Department of Agriculture inspection building. Representative Nicole Lowen says with the increase of international arrivals, the funds will help improve the biosecurity of Hawaii Island. Coors Light is encouraging you to ditch the stuffed animal this Valentine's Day and chill with a dog and a beer instead. The beer company is offering $100 to cover dog adoption fees. The deal is available to the first 1,000 people between now and February 21st. You must be of legal drinking age and submit a receipt of adoption to the beer company via text message. For more information on how to do that, just swing by our website, kh12.com. Honolulu police are asking for your help finding a theft suspect. On January 2nd, this man allegedly stole an expensive car part off a parked vehicle on Date Street in the McCulley area, then took off on a moped. If you recognize him, call Crime Stoppers. And the Parks and Recreation Department will be hosting free laymaking workshops on Oahu ahead of May Day. Pre-registration is underway and classes fill up fast. For details, head to kh12.com. It has been 72 days since an elderly Makakilo man went missing and his family is still looking for him. Now they're hoping a change in the law can ensure what they're going through does not happen to another family. Kimberly Speakman reports. It's been almost three months since 76-year-old Milton Ishii went missing here in Makakilo. Now his family says if there was some sort of silver alert system back then, then it may have helped them to find him early on. Once the word got out on social media, then, uh, you know, a couple of days after, we were having people say, hey, I saw this guy yesterday, or I saw this, you know, and if, if it would have been made aware, then they would have, the day they would have seen him, it was like, hey, 911, right, right away. Under a new proposal in a case like Milton's, who has dementia, a silver alert would have been issued. Similar to a Miley or Amber Alert, a silver alert would quickly send out a public notification, letting the public know that a senior is missing and help is needed to find that person. 
only missing seniors whose health and safety is at risk would be considered for a silver alert. Usually with these people with medical conditions, time is of the essence. You know, so we want to have and put the information out there because a lot of times these people, they need medication. The Ishii family hopes that in the future, with a silver alert, families can be reunited faster. If it means that other people don't have to go through this, it's, it's, that's a big thing because I know what we, we went through. And I don't wish anybody else to go through it, yeah. There will be a public hearing on Friday for the silver alert bill. We'll follow up and let you know what happens then. Reporting from Makakilo, Kimberly Speakman, KHON 2 News, working for Hawaii. Back in the islands, the Maui man convicted of killing his pregnant ex-girlfriend wants a new trial. Stephen Capobianco is appealing his murder conviction, alleging prosecutor and juror misconduct. He claims prosecutors withheld cell phone records that could have helped his case and a juror broke violated court orders by contacting other jurors outside of court to turn that verdict around. Capobianco is currently serving a life sentence for killing Charlie Scott. Sunday marks the sixth anniversary of her disappearance. Her mother will hold a memorial outside the Maui police morgue. That's where Charlie's remains have been held since they were discovered. Scott's mother has been fighting to get those remains released. Not only is it my legal responsibility and my moral and ethical responsibility to, as next of kin, provide my, son, my daughter with a dignified and proper burial. But it's something that um, until I complete, I really don't know how else to put this, I feel um, like I've let my other daughters down in a way until I can do this. Scott's mother is allowed to view the remains, but because they're considered evidence, they remain in police custody. Over on Maui, a Lahaina woman is charged with murder for attacking a man on Wainea Street. The incident happened on Sunday. The man was rushed to the hospital, but later died. Heather Glennon is now being held on half a million dollars bail. Police have not released the name of the victim, nor have they said what motivated the attack. Following up, a Wahiwa man has been arrested for murder in connection with a deadly shooting last month near Whitmore Village. The victim, 30-year-old Malia Soma Valmoha, was shot while in her car during an argument with a man. Following an investigation, police identified that suspect and arrested him yesterday. Charges are now pending. Later today, state lawmakers will take up another bill that's meant to tackle the mental health crisis. It would establish a crisis intervention and diversion program on Oahu. This would allow first responders and the court system to direct people with mental illness or drug addiction to a treatment facility instead of into the criminal justice system. The bill would create a psychiatric urgent care center that would provide immediate treatment and refer patients to other agencies. The rise of online sales could land you a good deal, but it could also make you a target for criminals. Now, Kauai residents can do person-to-person -person transactions safely. There's a new safe zone exchange at the Kauai Police Department headquarters in Lehue. That's where people can safely make transactions or even child custody exchanges. The area is under 24-hour video surveillance. 
you know, we all know there's a number of transactions happening online. And, um, you know, I'm not proud to say it, but, we, you know, the increase on crime uh, is, uh, you know, of top concern. And we realize that oftentimes these transactions happen between strangers. So we wanted to keep these people safe. Now, the safe zone is designated with two signs and a yellow curb and is located at the roundabout fronting the police station. Running low on gas? You might want to wait for our Aloha Friday fill-up. Yeah, huge savings tomorrow at an Aloha Gas and Aloha Island Mart mystery location. Just tune in just before 7 o'clock tomorrow morning to find out all the details. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.